I mean, look, even Nicholas just said like a hundred times, Tiger's the best that I've ever seen. Would you all just leave me alone? <laughs> Stop trying to Let me up. suffer. Like, I just want to be miserable. Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Players Only Podcast, a partner of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. We are the best place to catch up on golf from around the world, including the golf of your favorite big players, Ben, Josh, Tyler, Tully, Colin, and Kenny Oneput. We get a special birthday episode for our co-host here, Tyler, his brother, in the room with us to, I don't know, review the highs and the lows of the year, maybe gloat over the one time he beat him at the famed Tobacco Road. We'll also talk about reactions to our BPO destination rankings from last episode. We'll make some edits, see if the rankings change. We'll talk about the TGL Arena, the Tiger and Rory-backed venture for golf indoor, how their arena collapsed in Florida just the past week or two. The start delayed until mid-2025. We're thinking about what we can look forward to until that starts. Some new names announced on new teams as well. Ludwig Aberg, the standout from this past season, and the Ryder Cup gets his first win on the PGA Tour at the RSM Classic. 61-61 on the weekend. Really amazing stuff from him. We're thinking about what his career will look like and who he might compare to currently. We also got big news of Tiger playing in the Hero Challenge here in a month or so, just after Thanksgiving to start off the month of December. A limited man field. We haven't seen Tiger since the Masters, but we're excited to see what it's going to look like. We know that he's been walking a lot, caddying for Charlie. The leg seems to be feeling better. And then we'll wrap out the episode talking about Paul Ainsinger being dropped from NBC, couldn't reach an agreement on his current contract, who might fill his shoes, and if we'll miss him commentating on NBC. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. If you haven't yet, head on over to Instagram and follow us at BigPlayersOnlyPod, and we hope you enjoy the episode. All right, the boys are back. A little off-season update. We're gathered here for a special occasion. It is our co-host, Tippy Tyler's birthday. And in the room, we have his best friend, his role model, his brother, Kevin oh, yeah. Bones Britt. I agree with one of those things. <laughs> we, uh, let's model. take a little he time to reflect on, on your year, Tyler. I want to kick it to Kevin here. Kevin, looking back on this year for Tyler, especially golf-wise, what are the highs and lows of the year? Well, can I lows. just say... It is an absolute honor. We're happy to have you. Yeah. listener mm. to be the Devout. first in-person guest on the pod. So thank you very much. One of our most dedicated religious religious listeners. Following. And I do want to say that I'm very excited to remind everyone that I did beat Tyler at Tobacco Road. Tobacco mm. Road, Ooh. the great equalizer. Ken almost, Ken almost breaks 90. Kevin yeah. beats Tyler. I mean, course. what a crazy world that Tobacco Road was. So to talk about just low points of Tyler's last year. <laughs> oh, I knew you were going to start with those. That was Probably it. a low point coming straight off the ACL, but uh, I digress. Happy birthday, <laughs> brother. Well, so well, heartfelt. That was that was very kind of you to wish me a happy birthday in front of all my friends. Kind um, <laughs> of on one hand, yeah. But I think what we need to really reflect on is the fact that I did not accomplish my goal this year of a nine under par. No nine mm. under par. No nine under par. Not for 
nine holes, not for really any holes. Really, I didn't. I didn't have any birdies. close? Did you have nine holes? What was the closest yeah, you got? Spread out throughout birdies. the course of the year. Stunk this year. Yeah, pick nine. What was I the closest you got to a nine? I had a nice round at the links of Gettysburg where I had oh, five yeah. birdies on the round. But then I also coupled that with maybe two or three eights, so it really just ended up with another like eighty-five. Yeah, uh, so yeah. it was it was a nice round, but yeah, just didn't accomplish that this year. But thirty-one, I'll I'll learn a little bit more things. I'll, I'll do better. Nine under par is coming for age thirty-one. Yeah, as, and I think as someone who's played through their thirty-first year in mm-hmm. golf, it's uh, it, do, it doesn't do any better. You're, you're, it goes downhill. <laughs> ben, did you turn thirty-one on nine this year? I shot 31 this year, yes. Oh, man. Ooh, nice. you got to shoot your age. Yeah, shoot, <laughs> shoot your age or die. Oh, it's going to be a while for me, man. <laughs> I don't know, 10 years for me. All right, cool. Let's jump into the meat of our segment here today. We got to reflect on last episode. We ranked a few destinations for our upcoming golf trip, which included Pinehurst, Myrtle Beach, Ocean City, Scottsdale, Nashville, and Austin. Can I say something? Yes. I think it was the best podcast you guys ever have ever done. And Ken wasn't we, here. I wasn't here. Done. Hey, let's not. I wasn't we here. We forgot to mention that Ken is a new guest to the podcast. Oh, Ken yeah, returning yeah, to the pod. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Ken. I have guest to say, <laughs> I probably, I probably sent you guys like forty-seven texts. No one responded to me. I think I the, the record for most texts in a row describing a podcast. Everyone just read them and didn't respond to me. But I had a great time listening. I think that could be a model we do for more episodes. I love it. Yeah, we'll it's find like more things you just to argue. Have a big topic and you argue about it. I think the I like that the one. A- aspect of that episode was us all agreeing on something. I think that's going to be hard going forward, but we can certainly have like topics where we ch- we can decide. We're never going to agree on anything if Tully's here. Whoa, yeah. Tully was very Tully amenable was. in that episode. No, Tully say. was really positive in the beginning, and they just got more and more. <laughs> as soon as we started talking about the heat in Scottsdale, <laughs> yeah. it just went all down. I don't do well in warm climates. I, the people have been asking to clarify the veto rule, though, because it seems like you know you were using the people are you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious. It was two, and then it was. It was like five in some instances. I think no, the veto Depending rule. House, I think how was pretty clear. You felt on it. Yeah, yeah. The veto mm-hmm. rule was if oh. you were choosing to veto something to take it down in the ranks, it had to go down by more than two to make it effective. So, so you could go down as low as you wanted or as high as you wanted if you wanted to bump something up. So, for example, we have here. Dub Dub voted the proximity of Ocean City down to a four. I think yeah. we wanted like a seven or an eight because we thought it was close. But Dub said it was too close. But Ocean City and and Scottsdale ended up having the same proximity. They did end up having the same proximity, but for different reasons. I mean, I think I think Dub's argument's really valid. Like, it is a bit too close. Like, you don't, you know, it's not that exciting. Like, you're going to be close. You're probably going to see people. Like, we prefer not to see people we know when we go on these trips. And then, yeah, Scottsdale's Including a four because it's so far. Can you review the scores before we get into the end of the adjustments? So as we revisit these rankings, we'll look at kind of maybe what we heard chatter about with each each location. So Pinehurst was our was our number one option, but I think we. Maybe need to draw back the affordability of this place a little bit more. It ended up at a four at a four for afford, affordability. Myrtle Beach was a nine five. Ocean City was an eight. Scottsdale was a one because we know that one's going to involve a flight and the accommodations and the golf will be expensive. But I think Pinehurst at a four for affordability. Now that we've looked into it, is a bit too high. Even if we go later in the year, I think Pinehurst is still going to cost us probably twenty five hundred, maybe even three grand once we start thinking about. Other courses we're playing if we play off of the Pinehurst Resort. But the dollar's strong, though, so you never know. The dollar is strong. Yeah. But inflation. So I think we got to take Pinehurst back to like a like a two for affordability, maybe not a one. You think Scottsdale will be more or less expensive than Pinehurst? What was the Scottsdale rating? We, we put Scottsdale at a one for affordability. I th- I'd say it's more affordable than Pinehurst would be. No. Oh, flight, rental car. Totally arguing. Here we go. The rental car. Flight, rental car, and all the courses are all like two. Like the ones you'd want to play are all going to be like two hundred dollar courses too. So it's and lodging's probably more expensive than Scottsdale. Like Pinehurst, 
Airbnbs are pretty cheap. Yeah. So Someone I, needs to price this out when they're not working. So Tully, on that. Uh, sorry, I was busy making rolls today. <laughs> eggnog and rolls. <laughs> oh, you started making eggnog? No, that, that'll come on Friday. All right, we're going to revise Pinehurst's affordability to a 2 out of 10, Vito. making it the strong, the Vito. second most expensive. Bring it up to 4, You've Vito. already used your veto. No, no more veto. I'm unvetoed. Wait, do I get a new veto? Does, does Bones get a veto? Yeah, Bones and Ken can have a veto. Oh, I yeah. can't this. wait to use this veto. All right, so then revisiting Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I can't use that. Wait. <laughs> We didn't hear too much chatter on Myrtle Beach. It's still here. Is in our second spot at a 6.33 out of 10 amongst all the categories. Repeating, of course. We went, you know, six on golf, five on bars, nine and a half on affordability, five on proximity, seven and a half on weather, and five on excitement. I, I think we just have to knock it down because there was no chatter on it. Well, there was it, no. I, it, I think that that's maybe not have happen. any. Tyler, are you saying no chatter um, on Myrtle? Can I offer yeah. the floor oh, to Tyler? Myr- <laughs> Myrtle's number one on my list right now. Yes, sir. Give me some mm. nostalgic vibes from Myrtle. That's mm. where it all started. The boys could go back there. Just think how far we've come where we were staying in a condo next door to a couple. Like We had like two condos right next door to each other. So heating up Jimmy and Dean's sausages for breakfast. <laughs> Ben's eating like two boxes of veggie, veggie rolls. Sausages. <laughs> <laughs> so those, those were the good old days. I think we need to get back to our roots, just kind of bring it back to Myrtle one year and just have ourselves a time. If we did that, we have to go back to do the same exact thing. We have to stay in the same condo. I, I would play love the to Legends play the course. Legends courses again and get that breakfast buffet, have my two drink tickets, and get some lunch afterwards. Well, what was what about your time. experience with the Bud Light Limes? And well, we're not getting Bud Light Limes. I'm 31 now, and I am not drinking another Bud Light Lime. Well, then it's not the life. same experience. It's not the same. It's yeah. different. Only Bud Light Limes. I'll do Miller Light Limes, but no Bud Light Limes. All right, so I actually didn't use my veto either. So Ken, Tyler, oh, myself, and Kevin, we all got vetoes. Tyler, is this a place you'd like to use a veto? The excitement right here was only a five. Would you like to bump that up? Well, Yes, for sure, because I, I also remember a time in Myrtle Beach where there was some great entertainment outside of the Dave & Buster's, so that at least for itself... That's give true. It an when you eight. tried to put down a hat and sing and get some money and I, I, they didn't, I didn't let you? I didn't try. There was a hat on the ground and, <laughs> and it you did, did have get some money. cash in there. Yeah. So and then the, then Real the, the mall cop came up and, and said, none of that around here, bud. Yeah, I got two rent-a-cops going over there, hand, <laughs> hands in their pockets saying, what you doing, son? I'm just saying... Make so you're going to repeat that same thing again? No, whoever loses the Fantasy League dub. Aren't there like seven such penalties? Are we like seven penalties behind on that those punishments, Ken? Ken. Uh, well, Ken's doing you it. see what happened in last year. What happened was <laughs> we had a, we had the winner loser swap, so we we had a general. It's a COVID year, you know. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> so Tyler, you want to you want to change Myrtle Beach excitement from five to a give me, reasonable? Give me a seven and a half. Seven point five. Wow, uh, these equations. We, we could always good. go to Sea Captain's house. So and you get guys some hush know. puppies. There's plenty of exciting opportunities out there. Myrtle Beach getting close to Pinehurst in our rankings here. All right, next in the rankings we had Nashville. We went with three for golf, ten for bars, seven for affordability, one for proximity, eight for weather, eight for excitement. Any, a, any I, qualms? I had a question. Have we actually done our due diligence on golf courses there? I haven't looked up shit. But I mean, I, is there relatively well be some decent I, golf courses? I, there, in there, I, it's three the, is three really. The that vibe is that the good golf course that you'd want to play are private, private courses, uh-huh. and the ones available to you are a Glade Valley clustered spires esque uh, mm. course. I would like to clear something up about the last pod. <laughs> Please, <laughs> Please, the floor we is yours. We made a few <laughs> comments about. Comparing courses to Glade Valley, we love Glade Valley. Yeah, hey, yeah, it's, hey, it's because not, that was being used as a derogatory Valley. course. <laughs> whoa, like, whoa, like, no derogatory. It's like, like, yeah, it's we made our bones. Hey, I just mean, half your I grew up playing Glade at, Valley. Yeah. I just want to say we love Glade Valley. Before I we get, get into, are you on the payroll? I stand this strong with Colin. Clay, this course Disclaimer. is playing like Glade Valley, so it's not gonna. Colin's like, got a family member that works there. Disclaimer: It is not a course that when you go to, you're gonna be like, "Wow, this is a really cool course." I'm gonna talk about later. 
it is a course that you feel like you've seen a thousand times. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I we can make, we this. could make some enemies comparing courses that we don't aren't excited to play with Glade Valley because I'm always excited to play Glade Valley. I'm not saying I'm not excited to play Glade Valley, I, but I'd rather play it in my backyard than travel to Nashville I'm, to play Glade Valley. You might get a solo sponsorship here, Colin. It might just be for you. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be from his dad. But it's going to be Glade Valley for Colin. He already only. got paid to make that comment. So. <laughs> Your NIL. <laughs> I said right. my piece. I don't think, yeah, I think Nashville kind of stays where it is. I think we pretty much agree on everything, right? The golf, you know, we're not super well-informed, but I think that when it ranks compared to maybe Pinehurst or Scottsdale, right, that maybe doesn't have the top end of public courses that we can play. But the top end of bars. So next in our rankings was Austin. Austin went with four for golf, ten for bars, three for affordability, three for proximity, six and a half for weather, and eight for excitement. The weather, I think, fell a little bit here because we think it's going to be hot. But if we're going later in the year, it might not. Let me ask you the question. What's the difference between Nashville and Austin? And the, like, it's really, it's not golf. We're going to we'll just go there and have a great time. Yes. But is golf any, won't be the. And what's the difference between Nashville and Austin? Like, really? Comedy, Texas. Comedy scene. And comedy. comedy. Tennessee. Yeah, it's a different vibe, well, right? Austin's a big comedy town now. It's also a big <laughs> music town. But it's like, it's just past the drive range to the fly range. It's, it's just a little bit of a different vibe. So the proximity is actually better because you're not, you're not kind of. Well, Colin was pushing for the. Did you listen flight. to the podcast? I did. I listened. I mean, to we literally the, the had vetoes this do get the vetoes make the rankings a little bit weird, but you know, like I think Scottsdale got a bump for proximity because it was a flight, but Nashville, I think, would be the longest. Some people would drive. Nashville is also a flight. Come on, it's not. It's like eight nine hours. I think someone would drive. I'm not I, driving I, nine I drive. hours. Tully's Tully, going Tully, on the Tully's making other road trips along the Tully's way. Not allowed to drive anymore though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, Tully would drive trail. though. He will ride. I will ride. <laughs> <laughs> Available to ride in ride a plane. <laughs> See if you can hitchhike all the way there from here. I probably could. So what, nice face. What, what else do you think, other than the Pinehurst price, what else do you think you, you guys made a mistake on? I don't well, think we made a mistake on the Pinehurst Well, so let's Pinehurst keep running price. down the list here, right? Next would be Ocean City. We did have a veto here, right? We had six for golf, eight for bars, eight for affordability. Dub vetoed proximity down to a four because he said it was too close. Weather was a four because we thought it would be a little colder than Myrtle, but we also would potentially have rain being close to the water and then a three for excitement because it just doesn't blow anyone's socks. Off. I agree with the proximity ratings with the year 10. I want to, I want to go somewhere. I want to make it a little bit more monumental. Yeah, we've all been to ocean city so many times. So I've I, I liked that veto though. That was a good job. Uh, we've been to Myrtle more than I ocean knew that city. was coming. <laughs> your, I knew that I'm talking, I'm, talk, I'm talking about your full lifetime. Tyler, you've probably been to Myrtle when you've been to ocean city. <laughs> I'm making a general statement here. It's not about me. Nostalgia. Count. You got to make sure you factor in nostalgia. It's my birthday. You're not allowed to fact check me. Well, here we go. All right. So probably no changes on on Ocean City. Next was Scottsdale. I think this one caught a lot of flack. We went nine for golf. We know there's some courses out there we want to play. The four for bars. I think uh, we caught some rumblings that that was a bit too low. That the bar scene out there is actually just really sick, and maybe we're not that well informed on it. The affordability we have is a one because we know that one's going to be expensive. Proximity. Voted up to a four by Colin because it was a flight available. Well, it's easy. Tully's driving. When it's really a one because it's the furthest away. Weather, Tully vetoed down to a two because it's going to be off the rails here. And then excitement's a nine and a half. I mean, you got it. So Ken, far. you're still pocketing a veto here. I, I, I think right. calling the weather a two is just crazy. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck counter. One, two. <laughs> Fuck for a minute. Uh, Dove just went to sweat, I guess. Yeah. You're a monster. It can't be that hot. It can be if we're going to go 
in like the September time. When period. is when when is the time of you guys year just said to that every to, month? You said September October. When is the time of year to go to Scottsdale when it's not hot? Never. It's always hot. It's it's hot. Okay, it is what's the weather in Scottsdale right Don't now? Don't worry. Yeah, Boone's is pulling up accurate weather right now. <laughs> but <laughs> right, right the, now it's probably relatively. It's like seventy-one. That's my guess. I bet it's sixty-seven. Yeah, that's what's wrong really with nice? that? It's nighttime. So Bones, can you get the weather report? 72 degrees and sunny. Oh, oh, my God. That's great so weather. So, what's oh the highs my. and lows for the next couple days? Uh, pulling up We're not going in practically Christmas. It's an elevation of 2165. Let's wow. See that ball goes so far. 75, 73, 71, 69 with 0% chances of rain every day. Yeah, it never rains. Zero. Yet. That should get a bump. It never okay. rains. There's a bump. I'm yeah, because th- it's hot. I All the rain's two, burnt off already. Two might be a little low. You can't. Change how my veto works. That yeah, was w- already can't. established. Well, do we, we have figure like, out the number situation because I would like to make my veto go higher yeah, on proximity. <clears throat> okay, well, it has to be reasonable. <laughs> it can't be like a ten. I will say that I think your bump to four is reasonable. Four? What did it start at? One, One. or zero? Because it was. It's like two thousand miles away. All right, six, and I'll shut up about it. Five, and that's what you're getting. Tell you might be honest. I mean, though, the average high in September in Scottsdale is ninety nine. Wow! Suck it. But Every it, single one of you. But zero humidity. But in October, it's, it's the 86. humidity that gets you. October, it's 86, 54 at night. Yeah, but that's looking at historical. No. You're liberal. You know about global climate change. I don't talk politics. <laughs> On this and podcast. We're talking weather. <laughs> but November, it's 75, 42. So you think it really is a quick drop off from September to October. So the date would really matter. If you're going late September versus mid-October, it really would matter, I think. Yeah, I think I'm going to use my veto here, but I'm going to use it on bars in Scottsdale. And I think oh. I'm going to take it from a four- to like a seven and a half because I think that the bars, from what I've heard, are actually sick. Our fan base was up in arms. <laughs> yes, we'll I think it. that that's yeah. That's since we can't mess with other vetoes, that's an area I think that needs an upgrade. All right, next on our list and our bottom finisher was I think we covered. Everything. I thought that was it. That was it. Okay, <laughs> we did we did get some slack for not having like Florida on there and some other like locations. I think, but. Vegas. I typed in Scottsdale College Vegas football. It said Scottsdale <laughs> Community College. Probably a really good football team. Tyler's changing his veto to make Vegas yeah, the winner. Yeah, we Vegas. Just go to Top Golf every day and spend the rest of the day in casinos. Who yeah. says, talk about who affordability? Says no. Yeah, Vegas very in our price range. Ken, right. Ken, I just need to ask. We don't have your veto here. Is there well, any area specifically you'd like to upgrade? Because everyone's used a veto, but you. Uh, well, you know, Bones didn't use a veto. Bones did not use a veto. Where do you guys? I, any areas of concern here? Do you have a place that you'd like to go? Tell me, where do you want to go, Ken? And then we'll look at some of the categories. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty excited to go back to Pinehurst. I was pretty sold on that. Um, Excitement's only an eight for Pinehurst. But I I do think the Myrtle back to square one, we'd have to really play it up. Could be a lot of fun. So you love the one, too, the finish that they had then? Yeah, but I also think us on a plane would be a hell of a lot of fucking fun. So (laughs) we're we're in the way (laughs) I actually think anywhere that's a plane would go up in my book because I just it would be an incredible first flight. Flight back would be difficult. (laughs) I think everyone would be struggling. Flight there would be all-time vibes. Can you imagine that? Just 12 of us sitting on a plane, just having Affordability drinks, like, one. ready to go. We, like, position ourselves oh throughout the planes. <laughs> it's going to be a real... Sinking up a movie together. plane crash when we all die. Playing, like, games together. That's where they got the idea of snakes on a plane. <laughs> we could, I, just, you know. I don't know. I think one day we all got to get on a plane together. We'll see. All right, well, we'll, we'll revisit this at another time. Old, we'll though. get Ken and Bones' vetoes my and veto upgrades. Is, my veto is anywhere we fly <laughs> up Ken to, up to points. So where do you want to go? You want to go Nashville? You want to go Austin? Well, that sounds like Scottsdale's up to an eight now. 
Ken's veto adds two to the proximity. <laughs> you can't double veto. I think. Ooh, I bring this guy's to proximity. I think there's up. some collusion. Double veto in one direction, not to counteract. That's an yeah, interesting yeah. caveat. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. All right. Well, we'll re- we'll revisit this. We'll oh, okay. add in. All right. Cool. Yeah. Never mind. Well, unless you have your answer, no, 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 I'll, you, I'll save it. No, if you have your answer, you can throw it out. I, I still prepared. want to spitball here. I wasn't prepared. Do you want a veto? You've been bitching about this for weeks. Well, I just wanted to speak my truth. (laughs) Now our viewers have, your listeners have heard. Bones, anywhere you're super interested in that you'd like to see a little bump in? Well, here's what I'll say. Adding my two cents here, I think you guys are not giving enough credit to flying. Because at the end of the day, you're going to drive an hour to BWI. You're going to sit at the airport for an hour. Get drunk. you're going to fly somewhere, maybe be in the plane for three hours. You're only five hours in. So I think Mm proximity-wise, Scottsdale. Math. We're talking maybe five or six hours. Same thing as Pinehurst. <laughs> well, we're at a 10 now. Just because Bone said it doesn't make it truth. <laughs> I think proximity for Scottsdale. Triple veto. I think we're going to bump it from a five to an eight with a triple veto. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to add this and too. And it ties. Uh, and it now Nashville. comes in, in, in a tie for third with Nashville. Yes. Oh, yeah. Talking oh. affordability. <laughs> shout out Southwest here. You fly there. Two bags for flea. For free. Flea. For flea. <laughs> flea market pricing. Uh Golf bag counts as a free bag. So you oh. get your golf bag out there for one of your two. And they bags. never lose a bag. And guess what? And My I cousin's a pilot for Southwest. So you got connections. But we did this when we <laughs> went down to spring training in Florida before. Oh, bag right. is a free bag and you get your own free bag. So, so, so when you guys did that to Florida, did you buy guys like get like the travel bags and like buy those? We did, but we got like a $30 bag off of Amazon. I'm just saying, well, so like, you're going to take an RV out west and put all our clubs in the back. <laughs> no, I, I'm taking everyone's butt Collins and dubs, but <laughs> I guarantee what? we all know someone who has one of those bags we can borrow. <clears throat> yeah, it's all the same yeah, person. I have, I have one. Yeah. Larry gifted his to JP. I'll just take my four favorite clubs. <laughs> so from an outsider's perspective, I feel like you guys have to fly somewhere. Okay, oh, I think, man. so proximity got the double veto bump. I said triple, but I think we got to use Bones' veto here in affordability for Scottsdale. It's at a one right now. We got Austin at a three and Piner's at a two. I think we bumped Scottsdale to a three God. as it's akin to Austin probably. You know what they say? Everything's cheaper in the desert. Yes. I think that's a, not exactly the opposite. I've heard that. Say. I've heard uh, people B- have bottle been water, thousand dollars. Qatar is definitely. All right, so revised rankings: countries. Pinehurst still number one at a seven out of ten. Veto. We're making second. The we're making second, the system. Go back much, back. much closer now in second is Myrtle Beach at a six point seven five out of ten. That's too low. Third is Scottsdale at a six and a half out of ten. Fourth is Nashville at a six point one out of ten. Then it goes Austin five point seven and Ocean City five point five. So all right, let's go to let's go north instead. Let's go where it's freezing cold. This was a runaway winner with Pinehurst, and, and now it's not. It's a little bit closer. I think we got like three real contenders here between Myrtle, Pinehurst, and Scottsdale. So what have we resolved? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> okay. All right, let's jump into other topics. Right, I think the big one we've seen in the news golf news world is the TGL Arena in Florida getting decimated by a storm. Like, who thinks to build? A blimp style stadium in Florida, and expect that they're just gonna have no problems with it. Bad I think I think they were just it was like a balloon thing while they did like the interior structural part of it. So it was just like it Open was air. meant to like just you know keep out the rain and just didn't. Fuck Are you sure it. about that? We have an architect on the payroll. Yeah, is that and normal is that practice? Accurate? Pretty sure it was like a tensile structure with like a steel frame. But I think they use, use English. Oh. Is that tensile? That's a what's like the, a the word tent, used? Like a textile? Uh, you know, like you know, like Denver Airport. You guys have seen like Denver? It's like stretched. No, we don't fly fabric. places. Well, I think it was supposed to be what it actually was. We'll fly to Denver when we go to Scottsdale. Someone really screwed up. Someone really screwed up. That was bad. 
So now it's delayed until the middle of 2025. So like a 16 month was, delay. Was this just like an inside job? Maybe. Like, because Probably everything live. is falling Probably apart. Greg Norman. With this whole TGL, Rom left. They're losing all the big names. They're just like, we got to kill this shit. And then Rory and Tiger <laughs> both have to come out money. like vouching <laughs> how they think it's still going to be great. Caught on fire all of a sudden. Wait, what? Didn't somebody else just catch on fire? At the uh, at the golf tournament recently, like oh, at oh, like the Ryder Cup, yeah. you think about that, or like the whole like fan maybe section just Marco Simone. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's or someone out there the that's day. like uh, just you know, setting a blaze, taking down golf, taking down all the <laughs> meccas of golf, burning yeah. them down. I mean, what is that? Them down. So, so like, is <laughs> it's the big bad wolf? Big bad wolf. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Has the league just like lost all of its steam? Like, no, I mean, are, Tiger, you, are you guys excited for the TGL? I don't. I'm kind of. I don't know if I ever was excited. It's kind of a moot point now because we have to wait another. Year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Tiger and Rory both came out kind of, I mean, no surprises here. Both saying, like, they're still very excited. Like, I think they both did say, like, yeah, we're still really excited, but, like, we're not going to deny that this made us feel like crap. Like, delaying this a year and a half sucks. But, like, we got some pretty big storylines still, and, and maybe we'll see more growth over the next year. Like, we saw Sahith get added to the LAGC team. We now know that Tiger is going to be leading a Jupiter team. The Atlanta Drive team is complete now. It's Cantlay, JT, Billy Horschel, and Lucas Glover. And we still have two teams, two big market teams where we don't know who's on them yet. We still got lots of free agents like Xander, um, a few others. Nobody's on the New York team and nobody's on the San Fran team yet. So I don't, we don't know what this product's going to look like, but at least the, the names are going to at least keep it afloat until it starts. See, my big concern is that like some of those names are, you're going to start to not care about. You know, 16 months from now, you could see a Billy Horschel. You know, he's getting older there where it's like maybe he's not really – playing too much anymore. He hasn't not, been playing that great of a he, past he, year. Yeah, he's already fizzle. been on that, you know, yeah. decline. You, you know, he won you, the BMW and you, that saved You him. see that kind of start to go. And, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure on all the names that are listed, but I feel like there's very real possibility that some of those guys become a lot less relevant, a lot less exciting. If Lucas Glover doesn't make it past Wyndham this year, then he should be replaced. Well, I think they will end up replacing, right? I mean, I think over the next 16 months, you're going to see kids – like Will Zalatoris getting healthy again, and like young names that we've seen, like a like a Ludwig Aberg, right? Like that guy could definitely be in this thing. So I, I still feel like I still have a lot of hope and promise for it, but I just got to put that in the back back seat for a while because we're not going to be talking about this for a year. It's just crazy to me that all the all the questions heading in about all the technology they were going to use, like the cra- <laughs> they were going to have a green that moved, like had all yeah, these. I know. Like How are they going to do that? Pistons underneath it that moved and restructured. That sounds insane to yeah, me. That's and they can't what they even, were working They can't on. even build a is roof. That a yeah. tensile structure? I know. That, that sounds very tensile, yeah. yeah. How? Yeah, how are you, It's like they have... Too many tensile yeah. structures. Well, the, the time for, like, gimmicky golf is right now. Like, all the match stuff, the live stuff. Like, I feel like if they have a year and a half, we're not... Maybe we don't care about that. I was going to say, I feel like now. the time is over. I feel like we all are kind of sick of it. It's like, top golf is kind of... It's still fun, but it's like, you know... I mean, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I mean, this point is not lost on me because like, do you hear all the comments about the F1 event in Las Vegas and how the guy that won saying that this was the well, worst stop and said it was like stop and said it was like one of the bullshit. worst events he's ever seen. And the, mm-hmm. the course sucked and the, the venue sucked and it was bad for the fans. And I think the whole shift of sports to like these entertainment, like booze fests, like I just want to see some good old fashioned golf. Like, yeah, you want it to be exciting and fun. And that's what majors are. But yeah, I think the whole concept of sports being moved away from traditional long length matches to like these short little abbreviated things for an entertainment, I don't like it. I think that's a good transition to something that was not on our agenda, the Netflix Cup. Mm. Yeah, watch that. A little bit yeah, of yeah. it wasn't great. It, it was terrible. 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 Seemed Couldn't like even a, keep seemed the like a money up. grab. They yeah. didn't show like half the half the sh- the shots. 
We had Marshawn Lynch like watching out there. a PGA tour. Marshawn Lynch NBC out there commentating, like driving his golf cart around. Marshawn he had dog, no idea though. what was going on. That was probably the best part. Yeah, he we was, missed like get that guy were, to cart we'll watch. There were four pairs out there playing golf, and we missed like two full holes. Yeah, how how was the announcing for it? Terrible. There's Joel Damon. Actually, was, no, Joel, Joel Damon, Damon was good. And Damon was good. Yeah. Joel, Everyone else Joel was, was just terrible. riding the players. It was really funny. Yeah. Well, I hear I was I've been listening to some podcasts this week. Um, Netflix, I think Netflix is going to make a play for like actual sports rights, like actual live sports rights soon, Makes like sense. to get the NFL to like actually move in on stuff. And this is like they're going to try to do like more forays into things like golf and F one and like smaller sports to get like the big tickets soon. But yeah, the, I didn't. I don't know. It was very gimmicky. I don't know what like they broke the trophy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. it was a booze fact. And you know, there's some interesting aspects to it. Like I think the speed hole golf, the speed hole that was, was cool. kind of fun. Like I think yeah. there are aspects to it, but trying to yeah, make it like a long winded. Yeah, I mean, the speed hole was a good concept, but like the first groups ran through it, and they didn't even know who won because they didn't even know what the rules were. Right, like yeah. no one did. Not 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 even the people who were running it knew like who won because they had not established like what what the rules were. And Morikawa dropped out. Like yeah, the last, day, the last yeah. second. But he was on there like commentating. But he got filled by Finau, which is good. Yeah. But I don't know if you watched. I only I only watched like the first 15, 20 minutes because they couldn't figure out the mics and I couldn't stop. I had to stop watching because they were like in the cert. They were like back at the booth talking to like Mark Wahlberg and someone else. And these guys are talking. And you can't even hear them, but you can hear the mic ruffling in JT's sh- shirt as he's bending down reading a putt. Oh, it was a terrible production, but terrible. Maybe going the forward. The ASMR people loved it. <laughs> maybe going forward, they'll figure it out. I mean, kind of like the the. You know, live started off. It was kind of garbage, and it's a little bit more Still of a garbage. digestible product now. But man, they got some learning to do. Maybe I'm just down on Netflix ever since I got kicked off the home, the home <laughs> network. So I just Damn, I pay my account I mean, like, what would they? Have, what would those players have been doing? Would they have actually played in the tournament this week, or no, they just no. have, they just have would have gone to the F1 race? So. I mean, you could still get to see those guys, but maybe they. We actually maybe need some time away from them. You just took a month off of golf, and you love it more than ever now, right, Colin? You were like, "I'm done." Six weeks later, you're like, "I'm back." It's like, didn't we like we hated when the PGA Tour went to a year round, twelve month schedule because we just want we want like six, eight months of concentrated golf, and then sure, have your off season events where guys get points and stuff, but don't try to push it down our throats. They do that, right? Now it seems like our schedule is a little bit more abbreviated, but then they try to fill in the cracks in the off season with just garbage. Hey, Todd, did you watch Netflix Cup? No, I actually didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> That's why we love you. Hey, you Tyler's well, in his take a few weeks off of golf kind of situation. Yeah, he's in his he's in his take off take off a of golf phase. Yeah. So so Liv is now in their free agency period, right? Like, has there been any more news of who's going there? Like, who's the player pool for? They filled in some teams. I did see that. The team. Is it new guys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it was, I think it was like people like from the DP World Tour, or the Asian Tour, that like qualified based off their points or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there was relegation, right? And then now they still have some teams that aren't fully fully filled out. But, like, I think, yeah. yeah, it looks like four races is DJ, Reed, Uline, and Perez now. So they lost Gooch. No, well, that's, Gooch, that's, was Gooch was a range That's good. always been four Has races. Has that always been the four yeah. of them? Yeah. I know I saw, like, a, a few of the teams have a couple empty spots, right? Because the kid, the guys Gooch got relegated. Gooch is a goat. Range goat. He's a goat. Gooch is a goat. Yeah, we'll see. Well, let's turn. Let's look at the, the PGA Tour from this past week, right? Ludwig Aberg, the standout player from this past season, uh, from the Ryder Cup, right? The Texas Tech grad that kind of came on like a like a fire, right? He hadn't won yet on the PGA Tour. We kind of knew it was coming. Well, it happened last week, and he shot 61-61 on the weekend at a course that was giving some low scores up. For example, Mackenzie Hughes shot 60-63 on the weekend and lost to Ludwig by four. So really good scoring, but just a, a really incredible win for Ludwig, right? He now has a win on the DP World Tour, on the PGA Tour, he was actually paired with Eric Cole in the final round, and both of them are technically rookies this year 
on the PGA Tour, but they're 11 years different in age, which I think is probably, that's really the beautiful part of golf, I think, is anyone from any background and any age can play well. It's hope for you, Tyler. That's what I was saying, so you're saying there's a chance. We're all not too old yet. Yeah, uh, Eric Cole's 35, so we got a few years left. Daniel's screwed. So <laughs> so best player to never play in a major, huh? Yeah, no, he's, he's got to carry that mantle. So he has, like, until right until Augusta, I guess he, he probably is going to continue to play well. But if he oh. continues to play well going into Augusta, Augusta, he will be probably the second best player ever before he's played in a major. I think there was only one other player that had a higher strokes gain before he actually played in a major. And it was a, a really big name. But this is technically, like, Ludwig's what, rookie season was is... It? I can't remember the name, but it was a tiger. But it was no, big. It was big. Yeah, it's not that big. It's, it's a name you. It's a name you would recognize. I, I thought it was like a. Oh, obviously I think it was like a Canadian tiger. golfer. Maybe I can't remember his name. That I'm not going to recognize. No, you would. But this is technically like the fifth best start. Did you ever. make this list? This no. is your list. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I put them in the notes, but I found them from like d- people that crunch the numbers. Oh, yeah. So this is technically like the fifth best start to a pro career ever, and like not not including Tiger, but in the past ten years. Number one was Rom, his rookie year. Two was Morikawa. Then it was Spieth, Matsuyama. And now Ludwig, this is the fifth best start to a pro career in the last 10 years. So that's pretty elite company he's he's now in with. And he's got two professional wins. It's pretty amazing. His last eight starts, T14, T4. He won the European Tour. T10, T2, T13, T10. And then his win this week. Rasmus also wins. Or Nikolai also wins on the, on yeah. the DP World Tour this week. So, like... Think about the Ryder Cup and the young kids in the Ryder Cup for Team Europe. Like it's, I'm I'm trying to forget the Ryder Cup. Right yeah, now. I mean I'm trying to forget it too. But like going forward, like the youth and the what we thought oh, might yeah. be like the Achilles' heel for the for the European team, those young kids. I think they made the right decision in taking them on because their success right now is like it's going to pay off in future Ryder Cups. Yeah, a a burger, Ober, however you want to say it, a burger. He's A-Burger. just such a machine. Oh, he's such a machine driving the ball that like when any other part of his game is is on. He's just going to be unstoppable. Like, so like, I think he putted really well this yeah. week, and which has like led to those two sixty ones and, and coming from behind and winning. It's just really impressive. So like I know he's been playing well, and he was playing well going into the Ryder Cup and you know before this event. Here comes Telly's anti-European. Sentiment. It's not anti-European. <laughs> I'm just saying, are we overhyping this win? In <laughs> yeah. A rel like there's nobody really in this other than people that are rookies on the tour trying to gain points. He didn't really beat anyone of no did he john deere classic it's a very minor win it's like when for the longest time like vic hadn't had a win that wasn't in one of these like minor events but yes he was still he was still playing great always in competition but wasn't you know winning anything big i'm just i think we maybe well pump the brakes a little bit i don't think we're crowning him like the next Tiger Woods already. I mean, I think Bench we literally are. Best ever. It's Ludwig in the big name. So, <laughs> But, you know, that's what this offseason is all about. Like, watching guys like this yeah. get some momentum, and it gives you excitement for next year. Yeah. I mean, he's close to top 10 in the world, like, just stats-wise already. I mean, he technically just became a pro, like, midway through In, like, last April. Year. Yeah. And, Once he graduated. And he, with this win, come he was in made his way into that last 10 category for the fall series. So now he's automatically going to be in the first two designated events next year. So what's the line for Ludwig, uh, Ludwig, uh, Aberg to win a major next year, like plus 400 that win one major plus 500. So I actually heard this today. Oh, this exact thing. Well, yeah. For oh. the, to, to win <laughs> right, the masters cool. Ludwig right now has better odds than like Max Homa, Cam Young, all these huge names really? that you wouldn't even think of, but he has better odds than them right now. He could probably be probably like, top five in the world right now driving the golf ball. He'd probably and like 12 to 15 to one to any well. major next year. And then if you add them all up, maybe like 
four to one for I one. I can't wait till he doesn't make a cut at a major. Well, I'm just saying. No, I think Tully, yeah, I mean, you can certainly ride this opinion, but I think that it's pretty clear. Oh, I'm that, on this hill. I think it's pretty clear that Ludwig is like, Tully, you, you know, can certainly ride the opinion. Like, like Morikawa was really good because he was good in the big moments in the majors, but he didn't, I don't know, his, his like, when you look at his past 20 events after, before and after he won the major, they weren't great. Like, Ludwig's consistent performance is pretty amazing. I do think we're, like, at the the start of probably what's going to be, like, maybe a top 20 ever career kind of thing. Like, the kid possesses oh. all the skills. He doesn't really have any weak points. Like, it certainly could, he could have some weak points down the road, like we saw that with Vic, but Ludwig seems to do everything. And, and I think that's corroborated by, like, players saying that when they play with him, they think it's kind of like something of the next generation. So to answer my question, yes, we are overhyping it after one win at a minor event. 20, yeah, no. I agree with Tully now. 20th best. I mean, he played player. pretty solid at the Ryder Cup, and this is his second win in the past eight months as a rookie on tour. I mean, watch out, Sam. Number Sting. one player in college. I mean, he's got the goods. I think it's a we'll see kind of thing, but with the small sample size we have, like he hasn't even had the opportunity to prove himself. He's he's just been given. He's only been playing in the events that like he's been able to play in, and he's won two of them already. One oh. on the PGA Tour, one on the DP World Tour. My point would be like again the DP World Tour, not nearly the quality that we were going to be giving someone that has a, a collection of wins there as a top twenty career. You know, you look at Tommy Fleetwood; he has a bunch of wins over on the DP World Tour. That's no one, no one here is saying he's a top twenty golfer because he's had great success well, over think, there. And then you, you're over here you're looking at he's played in just a couple of events. Yes, he won one against a relatively no name field, which I, I didn't watch this event, but I'm. Like it sounds like it was a birdie fest, where everyone was scoring really low. You know, it's. It, I think you're giving it a little too much credit. I get it. He's a great golfer. He's had. He's shown a lot of talent. But I mean, let's pump the gri- brakes here on a top the twenty grapes. all time. Pump the grapes. He's he's done as much as he can do exactly through this point. Like he has sure. not had any more opportunities, and he's delivered. So okay, yeah. Against we'll what? <laughs> There's no, the competition isn't there to be giving him this praise, in my opinion. That's all I'm saying. I'm Team Tully here. I, I'm backing you up, boy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably just a comparison. getting wise. It's a comparison age. to all the great players before him at this stage in their career. Is he's at or exceeded where these players were? Like John Rom, like John Rom, good player out of college, but not nearly this good. And Jordan, good player out of college, not quite this good. It took him a few years to get it under his belt, but I think that. He's well on his way. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from about pumping the brakes, but it seems like this kid's got all the goods. All right, so then the other big news we heard about is Tiger playing in the hero. I mean, just earth-shattering news, exciting news. I don't know how exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I did not think that this was going to happen. I mean, Top 20 career. We, we knew. Didn't we, we knew, call this on the podcast like a few weeks back when we said that Ben Hale I think we hoped. Get took my I think spot. we hoped. I think we hoped, but I did not see Tiger coming back this quick from that injury. And I think it's. I think it feels a little premature, but good for him. He's getting more eyes. So he's a sponsor's in. exemption in this. Right. Yeah, but is he a, like. That's a shame. Partially own this tournament. Like, why does yeah, he always. Yeah, okay, the sponsor's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. My favorite thing is that we're going to look at when he's. Inevitably going to play the Masters, and we're going to look at. Well, I mean, he played one event. He had a top, you know, fifteen finish because there's twenty five people in this whole event, and we're all going to be like hyping him up a little bit. And it's just going to be the same letdown. What would be the event he plays after this? No one's prepared for the, the Masters. Augusta. Yeah, he won't play before Augusta. 
Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. I really highly doubt it. Yeah. Maybe I mean, the Genesis. Genesis. He's got to play. It depends on how his recovery is going. Yeah, Genesis. Maybe the Genesis. Genesis that, that's a tough walk, but I think he's walked a lot more. Yeah, like he's, he's been caddying for uh, Charlie yeah, everywhere. Golf tournaments. What's that's that one he played with Charlie in that early in the year? PNC. The PNC. I don't think we've seen that yet. Yeah, yeah he, he might play in that this year. Charlie's state champion. Because he gets to wear a cart. That could be the next time he plays. I don't think he's going to wear a cart. It's part of his strength training regimen. Who wins the Masters? When? Yeah, when? April. April. That's right. Yeah. He's not going to play until April? Well. I mean, he's going to play golf. Just yeah. I mean, not play, yeah. I don't know if last year leading up, did he play? He played the, Riv. Riv. Which he'll do that again, I'm sure. So maybe maybe one, one or two more. more events before Augusta, if that. Yeah. Damn. It all just depends. Like, as he gets older in his career, too, like, as he gets older himself, like, he just won't need the prep. I don't know. He might want to, but he won't want to so risk it. He's only playing hurt. courses where he gets paid like $5 million to be there. Well, I, I think the issue... He gets paid $5 million to be everywhere. Yeah, maybe Last elevator was he just couldn't physically walk. Yeah. And he seems holes, that that's 70, 72 holes. Oh, so. Did Homa win last year? No. No. Oh, shit, never mind. What about Pebble Beach? He could play Pebble Beach as an elevated event next year. Elevated. Designated, sorry. I could see him playing in a designated, yeah. Just for, yeah, just for this kind of his... His contract, would he, Tour would he, kind of would he technically qualify for to Idiot. play in a designated event? No, he'll get us an exam. I mean, like, they're gonna let him play, obviously. But, like, sorry, Tiger, you can't play here, <laughs> not invited. You're not good enough, but we'll see how he does. I mean, I don't know, we haven't seen him play competitive golf since like what the PGA. No, he played at the, the open, but he got cut, right? That was probably his last event. No, two no. years ago, was he, that two years ago, he didn't play this year. I don't think he played since Augusta. Yeah. Since Augusta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was J- when JT won. Yeah, you're thinking of, two yeah, I'm years thinking two ago, years ago. Yeah, so eventually he'll just go into playing the Masters every year until he's or the majors, yeah, if he's, if just he's a, able. Until he's 75, he'll play Augusta. That's the thing he plays the longest because it's the only one that has a lifetime. Uh, like the other majors, even though he's won obviously everything. Like, it's like I think the open is like you're cut off after like 50 or something like that, unless you've. You know, maintain, but like he's going to win career. another major, so that's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. and it does gone. reset it. But yeah. even then, it only play depending on which one, you know. But the Augusta is the one he's going to play longest because he can, technically speaking, play that as long as he wants, and like that's just the lifetime, you know, admittance into that tournament. All right, and then rounding us out, right? The other piece of golf news we heard this week: Azinger out as a commentator on NBC for golf. I think most people are going to not miss him, but I did want to draw. A similarity to when Johnny Miller retired, how I didn't think I'd miss him because I thought his takes were quite harsh sometimes. And then like a few years down the road, I was like, man, I miss Johnny Miller. He made it more exciting. And I think Azinger kind of does that too. You maybe don't agree with his takes, but that's kind of the whole point. They're supposed to be a little controversial and keep you kind of engaged. And I think he'll be missed. Was he fired or did he retire? They couldn't come to an contract. Didn't renew his contract. Yeah, they couldn't okay. come to an agreement. So this isn't like a Faldo situation where he retires and is going to be back every right, week. Dub's priming the pump right now. <laughs> He's up there going... Right, not fired, just uh, they couldn't come to agreement on his contract. So he won't be back. I'm not sure if he'll maybe take on a role somewhere else. Maybe. Netflix. I, I could see this being a situation where we're going to regret hoping that he got canceled or that he got fired. Who are they going to bring Because on, they're right? going to bring in some yeah. probably worse Mark Lynch. commentator. They're going to bring in Chris bring Collinsworth in to start calling mm-hmm. golf there or something. They probably will bring him. But it would be cool to see them like really break the mold. Bring in, like, obviously not Joel Damon because he's golfing, but right. like somebody who brings that kind of energy. Charles Barkley. And perspective. Mm. Yeah. They might, honestly. They they'll might. Bring, they'll bring in, like, a Steph Curry because that's in the off. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's off. Because who, who's he that's call it. with? Who's the. Tariko? Yeah, he's NBC. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Tariko. Bring in SVP. SVP would be. SVP is yeah. great. 
Yeah, but he's ESPN for life. It looks like Mike Tirico, Steve Sands, Jimmy Roberts, Terry Gannon, Dan Hicks, Gary Koch. I heard Ben Martinez is available from the Big Players Only podcast. Yeah, I'll put my resume in. Not sure it's not sure it's like in, <laughs> listen, in the right, not in the right field. Just just send in a bunch of the podcast episodes of your <laughs> your most. We couldn't clips. even get media passes at congressional. We're not getting on NBC's broadcast. <laughs> that was yeah. That was but next year maybe. Yeah, that was our, that was early. Yeah, in that our was early. Our come a long way since then. Malbon. We've got a live guest in studio right now. <laughs> Do you know Malbon and JR's Jim Bones podcast today? Uh, today and they have one. Hey, for Bones a while. would be a good uh, option. Oh, he's he's still caddying. Yeah, Tiger when he's not playing is one of any year. What's Faldo? What network is Faldo? Retired. 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 Oh, bring him out. Yeah, I mean, he still comes out for majors and stuff, like big events. But I thought I saw him on TV last year. Yeah, like at the Open. He definitely is always there for the Open. I respect Azinger as, like, like for everything he's done with USA Golf. And, I mean, he's an icon. But he just, like, was... He would just make these like hyperboles every single tournament. Like, this is the best thing ever. This is the hardest hole ever. (laughs) And he would just do it way too often for me. So that kind of got old. I think he'd be better as like an on course, like, like per hole. Like, he does one hole. Right. Because, like, to really like study it, it is great to get his perspective because he's like been there, done that. He's, he's played a lot on tour. He's been a Ryder Cup captain, but he just like, I don't know, too many hyperboles, too many like voicing his opinion as like a color commentary person. I just, I don't know. I think they can do better. I think him. And then I think of Trevor Immelman, both being really good at the, when the guys put the AirPods in and they talk to him, they, they give the best questions. Like, yeah, Azinger certainly with hyperbole and stuff. But when he talks to the players, like you can tell when him and Trev talk to the players, like they just are asking the questions that no one else thinks to ask that are really important. I you just said Phil Mickelson. I was reading something that he would be the absolute perfect candidate. Oh my god! Like not, I was joking. Not right? now, but like yeah. pre. Oh, absolutely. Like he would oh, be yeah. amazing at at doing the Azinger call, or even years down the road when maybe you know there we know there won't be as much division in golf and live won't be seen as like this sacrificial entity. Like Phil, I think will have a career in commentating and he'll be great. I mean, he's a lot of fun to listen to. I think Phil's going to be exactly what Azinger is, where he's going to put all of that stuff to come up all of his personal opinions on the matters like way too much way too much hyperbole way too much of that kind of stuff yeah, that's going to get really real great. old real quick it's like watching tony romo on the, on the broadcast where the it was really cool for a while like how he like would predict the plays and now it's a little bit you know old when you're watching it like i don't care what you think is going to happen anymore tony and i think you're gonna you'd see a lot of that with phil and it would get old pretty quick i still think that like the level that romo brings and the level that a phil and a trevor Immelman and azinger bring of like having been there, done that, and reading like reading the defenses, and then Azinger will say like you can't come up short here; it's an automatic double bogey, and you just don't see it on TV. I mean, Phil would be good at that too. What about Michelle Wee? Michelle Wee would, yeah. I mean, why not for one year? She would be great. That'd be interesting <laughs> for one know. year. I don't <laughs> know. Just, like try, <laughs> right, right. approve it. It's yeah. a yeah. prove it contract, yeah. you know. One tournament. I, don't know, I was thinking of that. She's really the only female golfer. Annika would be awful. She's too bland. <laughs> like she, but Michelle could bring a lot of character to it, and you know. Like she, she hits the ball like so similar to some of these tour guys. Like she could bring a lot of similarities and then how they're playing it too. Hey, thanks for agreeing with my take. I like Michelle Wee. I think she'd be awesome. I mean, she's so big and like the up and coming golf scene too. Like she'll be really big with TGL, I believe. Do you know who I think's great, but I don't know if it would ever happen? Is Colin Montgomery. Yeah. I love listening to that guy talk about golf. He just like his accent. True. (laughs) (laughs) And his name. (laughs) One L or two L's? Six. I think he's a one. Loser, man. Jeez. Could be wrong. Iona Steven, I don't know. There's a lot of really... I think the female aspect, I think that'd be a really great thing to bring in because it's probably only ever been men. I think bringing a female in would be great for more perspective. 
All right, guys, that does it for us today. Good episode. Happy birthday, Tip. Kevin, thanks for being on. Thanks, Bones. Thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. If you haven't yet, head on over to Instagram and follow us at BigPlayersOnlyPod. We'll see you. Sponsored by Wegmans.